Hello and welcome to Collegiate Jam, Season 3, Episode 29. I am your host, K-State Sam, saying it's time to talk college basketball for the week of January 16th through January 21st. That's right. Tonight, I have, returning to the show, my two co-hosts from last week, Chris Gear and Thomas Brimer, and we will be breaking down 20 of the best games from this week, January 16th through January 21st on Season 3, Episode 29. So please sit back and relax, and let's get ready for another episode here on Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State, Sam. Hey, everybody. Just a quick ad. If you like what you hear on our podcast and you'd like to be a frequent subscriber and know about all of our upcoming episodes slash the new episodes that get published, all you have to do is follow us on Spotify or on Twitter at Collegiate Jam. Again, that's at C-O-L-L-E-G-I-A-T-E-J-A-M. Again, that's at Collegiate Jam on Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collegiate Jam, Season 3, Episode 29. I am your host, K-State Sam. And with that being said, we're going to jump right a- right into our Episode 29 of Season 3. Tonight, we are joined by my two co-hosts, Chris Gear and Thomas Brimer, to talk the games from January 16th to January 21st. We'll start with Chris. Chris, how are you doing on this Monday, January the 15th, Martin Luther King Day, 2024, at 6.42 p.m. Central Time? Doing fantastic. I uh, just wish this weather would uh, stop being the way it is because I've had to shovel a lot. Um, my cyclones are on a roll, so hopefully we keep the, the momentum going, but we got some tough opponents ahead of us. That's right. No spoilers, but I think I have him losing twice this week. Thomas, how are you doing Thanks tonight? Chris might just sit this podcast out now. No, I'm doing good, Sam. Like Chris yeah. said, uh, tired of this blistering cold weather, ready to get into the positive degrees. But um, other than that, uh, ready for a good episode. All right. All right, fellas. Well, to start things off tonight, guys, to start things off, we're going to Talk about our two our takeaways. What was our big takeaways from last week? Mine, guys. My big takeaway. I had it, and then I forgot about it. But I'll have y'all go first. Uh, Thomas, what was your big takeaway from this past weekend? Well, I think my biggest takeaway was Houston uh, losing twice. You know, um, everybody thought they were just sure thing win for the conference, maybe. Kansas giving them a run for the money, but they had been looking pretty dominant, um, losing to both Chris's Cyclones and then also to a TCU. So uh, I don't know. We'll see if they can bounce back and still have a shot at, at winning the Big 12, but uh, definitely took a step back and don't look as unbeatable as we once thought. Awesome, awesome. I'll say mine before Chris has his because I just remembered mine. Mine were – my upset picks of Nebraska over Purdue happened, and then my upset picks of Central Florida over the over the Chicken Hawks happened. So, uh, yeah, Chris, what was your big takeaway? I would just say all the upsets. I mean, obviously, Iowa State beating Houston, you know, number two team in the country. You know, holding Houston to only only fifty three points is just I couldn't believe what I was watching. And Milan Manchilovic, he's a freshman, but you know, he's, he just looks so grown beyond his years. And, yeah, Kansas losing to Central Florida, Nebraska, uh, beating Purdue, and then um, Mississippi State beating Tennessee were all just crazy. I mean, in the span of, like, you know, two days or whatever, like number one, two, three, and five seeds lost to unranked opponents. Six. Seeds? You mean rankings? Oh, yeah. So, all right, well, on that note, we're going to take a short, short microscopic size break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into the first 10 games out of 20 here on this week's Collegiate Jam slate. You are listening to Collegiate Jam. 
Welcome back to Collegiate Jam. I am your host, K-State Sam. We're going to move ahead to the first true segment of the night. We will be talking about the first game on our 20-game slate this week. The first game, Chris and Thomas. Tuesday, January the 16th, 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on Peacock. On Peacock. We have the number two ranked Purdue Boilermakers come calling to Simon Scott Hall, uh, Assembly Hall, excuse me, to take on the, the Indiana Hoosiers. Guys, Purdue's going to bounce back. I do not see them losing to another red team on the road this week. Purdue's going to bounce back, get to 5-3 and three in conference play, beating Indiana. Thomas, who do you have winning, Purdue or Indiana? Well, Sam, I think this one's going to be a little closer than people think, and that's only because Khalil Ware from Indiana. Uh, he stands at seven foot, uh, almost two fifty. He's one of the few players that can actually bang down low with Ed. Um, but I think Ed will find a way to get him in foul trouble in the second half, since he's only a sophomore. Boilermakers uh, aren't going to lose another one. Ooh, I don't know about that. I picked Nebraska to win the Big Ten, and they're right there in the race. So, all right. Uh, Chris, who do you have winning, Purdue or Indiana? Sam, did you know that uh, Nebraska is the only Power 5 uh, team that hasn't won an NCAA tournament game yet? I do not know that, but that's going to change this year when they make it to the first four in in um, Dayton. I think you're right. Um, I mean, Fred Hoiberg has done a great job. But anyway, back to this game. Indiana, yeah, just, they have some big, great big guys with Khalil Ware and uh, Malik Renew. Four of the uh, five starters against Minnesota last game scored in double figures. So I, it's in Assembly Hall, and this is one of the best college basketball rivalries out there. Um, I, I think Purdue is a little overrated. I mean, Nebraska kicked their butt, so I'm going the Hoosiers in this one. All right. All right, guys. Moving down to the second game this week. Tuesday, January 16th, 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on Big 12 Now and ESPN+. Plus. We have the 19th-ranked TCU Horn Frogs come calling to 5th, 3rd Arena in Cincinnati, Ohio, to take on the Cincinnati Bearcats. Again, TCU's ranked 19th. Guys, give me Cincinnati to win this game convincingly over TCU. And on uh, BPI has Cincinnati winning this game at 66%, and I'm surprised it's not higher. Chris, who do you have winning, TCU or Cincinnati? And this is going to be a fun one. Um, I mean, it's crazy. You think Cincinnati's going to pull away even though TCU just beat Houston in Oklahoma? Houston's you over. You can't bet against the Horned Frogs. Houston's overrated right now. Oklahoma ran into a brick wall of the Big 12 schedules. Cincinnati is a point away from beating Texas, and I believe they were right there. They were – uh, they almost beat 14th-ranked Baylor, so they're a couple stops away from being 3-0 and and potentially in the top 15, in my opinion. Cincinnati's a good basketball yeah. team, so give me the Bearcats to blow out TCU in a cold Ohio compared to what we're dealing with in Texas, even though the, arena, the game's inside. Damn, Sam, I think you took debate class with Billy. Um, I'm going to go TCU in this one. They're on a roll right now. Emmanuel Miller is playing hot. And uh, TCU is going to go to Cincinnati and take care of business. All right, Thomas? I'm going to have to side with Sam again on this one. You know, I, I think I mentioned that before on the podcast, the Bearcats are extremely deep. Um, you know, last week was tough for them. They had close losses, like Sam mentioned, about Texas and Baylor. But I really think they got the feeling that they can hang with anyone in that. So uh, give me the Bearcats to bounce back. You know, Emmanuel Miller has been playing very well, but I think uh, Dan Skillens will have a big day for the Bearcats. And um, the Horn Frogs, they're, they're coming off an emotional win over Houston, so I think they'll have a little bit of a letdown here. Not as big as Sam thinks, though. But can- well, guys, I Thomas, I think you're starting to get the gist of Collegiate Jam. I think you're starting to listen to a lot of the episodes, and you're starting to side with Collegiate Jam. I like that. 
So, all right, well, we're going to move to the third game of our 20-game slate tonight. The third game, we have the number nine-ranked Baylor Bears playing on Tuesday, January the 16th, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Again, we have the ninth-ranked Baylor Bears coming calling to Bramwich Coliseum in Manhattan, Kansas to take on America's team in Kansas State who lost a heartbreaker after going on a 20-0 run to end the first half. And then I found out that they lost after the wedding I was in ended by one point. But guys, K-State's going to bounce back. Jerome Tang's 2-0 against his former team. We're going to have a um, top 10 upset, which this is a must-win for our tournament chances based on our net ranking. Guys, give me America's team, Kansas State, to beat Baylor on Big 12 Now and ESPN Plus Tuesday night. Thomas, who do you have winning? Baylor or America's team, the Wildcats from Kansas State? Sam, I'm actually picking the Wildcats so I can keep getting invited back on the show. That's right. No, but in all honesty, man, uh, the Octagon of Doom is always a tough place to play. And the Cats had a, they had a tough loss in Lubbock, but I see them bouncing back. I think the Cats will find their uh, the way to keep Jacoby Walter and Ray J. Dennis and check uh, from the Raiders. Those guys have been tearing it up. Um, but give me Cam Carter and uh, Tyler Perry to outshine the Bears backcourt, Manhattan. Great pick, Thomas. Like I said, Cleveland Jam is definitely impacting your life, and we like to see that. Chris, who do you have winning? Baylor or the Wildcats from K-State, a.k.a. America's team? Sam, as you know, you kind of converted me into a uh, closet K-State fan. You know, I'll be rooting for them against Baylor, but just looking at the Baylor's past couple games, I mean, they beat an explosive BYU team who scores 85.6 points per game, and Baylor held them to 72 points. BYU makes 12 three-pointers a game, and that was just impressive to me that Baylor held them to 72. Um, Bridges is on a roll right now for Baylor. You know, they just they, they squeaked by Oklahoma State in overtime and squeaked by Cincinnati. But I think Baylor, uh, I'm sorry, please get me back on the show, but I'm picking Baylor to beat K-State. It's probably good you started your own show. No, I'm joking. But I'll tell you why. I will tell you why Jerome Tang's 2-0 against Baylor is because he worked with Scott Drew for 20 years and he knows their formula, which hurts Scott Drew. I think – Beside, people will say Allen Fieldhouse is the toughest place to play in the Big 12, and I call BS half the time because they have the men in stripes or the women in stripes on their side. But I would argue that based on seating arrangements, the Octagon at Doom might be the most challenging, intimidating place based on the lights being turned off in the arena and the students' section being courtside, um, the length of the court, like about 30 rows. So I think we're going to – we're only our, our team only plays bad when we have the Cornhuskers in town. But we're not playing the Cornhuskers Tuesday. We're playing the, the Bears, and I don't see a Waco Bear attack happening. So, All right, well, we're going to move down to the fourth game, guys. The fourth game, this game is also on Tuesday, January the 16th, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. We have the number three ranked. Number three ranked Kansas Jayhawks come calling to Gallagher Iba Arena in Stillwater, Oklahoma to take on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Guys, Oklahoma State's winless in Big 12 play. They're going to get their first win Tuesday night in Big 12 play against a very overrated Kansas team. Chris, who do you have winning, KU or Oklahoma State? I, I want to go for Oklahoma State in this one. It's at home, and <clears throat> I would like nothing more than to see them beat Kansas. But after Kansas lost against Central Florida, it's a tough one. Bill Self will uh, get these guys ready to go. Hunter Dickinson, KJ Adams, and um, Dewan Harris. I they're just they're just a lethal group of players, and I think they'll beat Oklahoma State, but it'll be close. You do know that KU's coming off a win, right? Yeah. KU has won a game since they last played. They're just they're... oh wait wait wait, who do they beat? Oklahoma. Yeah, but Oklahoma again is overrated. Yeah, okay. So, all right, Thomas, who do you have winning? 
Yeah, like uh, Chris was saying, I was surprised to see the Jayhawks go down last week, but they did bounce back with a nice win over the Sooners. Um, you know, Bill Self, I'm sure his guys are focused on this one. Hunter Dickinson and, and Kevin McCuller Jr. have been too much, and uh, along with Dewan Harris running the point, I got the Jayhawks by 15. Y'all are a lot more confident in KU than I am. They should easily be uh, – they probably should be 1-2 and two right now in the Big 12, maybe even 1-3 and three if they had lost to TCU. The commenters would be dead. But this is a team that the, the ranking committee thinks very high of, which I don't even think they're a top 12 team. But we will see as the season continues. I think they're, what, 14-2 and two now? I think by Selection Sunday they'll have eight or nine losses. So, all right. Guys, moving to the fifth game, the fifth game, this game is also on Tuesday, January 16th, we have the 24th ranked Iowa State Cyclones come calling to the Marriott, the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah to take on the 20th-ranked BYU Cougars on Big 12 Now and ESPN Plus, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Chris, who do you have winning between Iowa State and BYU? And I think I know who you're going to pick, but most of the country thinks, 61% of the country thinks BYU is going to win, including myself. Chris, who do you have winning? I, it pains me to say it. I mean, BYU, just like I said earlier, they shoot the ball very well. And, you know, Iowa State's only Big 12 loss so far has been at Oklahoma, and they were just raining down threes on us. They shot over 40% from three points. So we're going to have to, you know, do a better job of defending the three. And I just – that's one of our weak points right now. Taman Lipsy is playing some great basketball, 15 points a game five assists per game and he has like three steals a game too. So, but it's in Provo. I know that's a hard place to win. So I just, I am not confident in our three point defense. So give me BYU. All right, Thomas, who do you have winning Iowa state or BYU? Yeah, I think this is going to be a, a great matchup and it's going to help determine the pecking order in the big 12. That's going to see a log jam in the middle, but, um, Iowa State, you know, they're always tough. Uh, the Cyclones showed that they can hang with anyone after knocking off Houston last week. But that being said, I'm not too sure the Cyclones have the offensive firepower to keep up with the Cougars, who are shooting almost 48% from the field. Um, you know, they got three guys who can give you 20 at any given night, and Nell, Waterman, and, and Robinson. So I think the like Cyclones will slow them down. But uh, in the end, the Cougars – uh, we'll weather out the cyclone and get a nice conference win at, at home. All right. All right. Guys, the sixth game, the sixth game tonight, also on Tuesday, January 16th, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern on the SEC Network. We have the 10-6, and 1-2 Texas A&M Aggies come calling to Bud Walton Arena in Fayetteville, Arkansas, to take on the 9-7, and 0-3 Arkansas Razorbacks. I did not realize A&M won until, just, until earlier because I was too busy this weekend focused on more important things, a.k.a. K-State losing in a wedding. But, Thomas, who do you have winning between your Texas A&M Aggies and... The Arkansas Razorbacks. I have the Razorbacks protecting Bud Walton Arena. I know you pick K-State. I, I think Arkansas, I'm picking them specifically because they're 0-3 and they need a win badly. They need a win badly, and that's why I think A&M's more talented, but I think Arkansas is going to somehow find a way to win this game. So don't hate me too much for picking Arkansas. Thomas, who do you have winning? Fight, fight, Sam, fight. Uh, give me the Ags in a close one. You know, they had a much-needed win at home against Kentucky on Saturday, and, and we're looking to turn the page uh, after a rough start to SEC play. Um, Tyrese Radford looked like he was back the day after being injured, um, and Wade Taylor, you know, he continues to play at all-conference level. Uh, 
Eric Musselman's going to throw a lot of bodies at you. Uh, he runs a lot of guys out there on the court, but I think the Aggies are going to end up being too much for Traymond Mark and the Razorbacks, uh, who, like you said, are still seeking their first conference win. All right. Chris, who do you have winning? Do you have uh, Eric Musselman maybe ripping that shirt off this week? <laughs> no, that was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I'm, I, I, it was it was something to see, especially front row, that's for sure. Um, I, I mean, Arkansas, they've lost their past three games. I mean, they've lost 83-51 to 51 to Auburn, 76-66 to 66 against Georgia, 90-68 to 68 against Florida. They've just been um, – you know, I don't know what they've been doing, but they've been getting their butts handed to them. But <laughs> I think A&M, after going to you know, keep the momentum rolling after beating Kentucky in that thriller, I heard there were some bad calls at the end of that game. My friends were bl- blowing up my phone. But give me the Aggies. All right. All right. Well, guys, the seventh game tonight we're talking about, the seventh game, Wednesday, January 17th, 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on FS1. The 18th-ranked Clay, uh, Creighton Blue Jays, not the Clayton Blue Jays, the 18th-ranked Creighton Blue Jays come calling to the Gamble Pavilion in Storrs, Connecticut, to take on number one-ranked Connecticut UConn Huskies. Connecticut, a.k.a. UConn Huskies. Guys, this is my big upset of the week. Creighton's going to go into Connecticut and get a road win to increase their resume. And UConn is going to catch the disease of being number one for one week and then falling. Guys, who do you have winning? And we'll start with Chris. Chris, who do you have winning, Creighton or UConn? Oh, as you know, I I love watching Creighton. I hope they make it far in the tournament. Colt Brenner, Trey Alexander, uh, they're they're just really fun to watch. But Connecticut has so many just big guys down low. Um, Donovan Klingen, seven foot two, two hundred eighty pounds sophomore. Like, what does that guy eat? Um, I, I think this UConn team is too talented, number one in the nation for a reason. So give me the Huskies at home. All right, Thomas. Yeah, this one's really intriguing to me. I think UConn. They've had some. Big tests already. Uh, they had wins over Texas, North Carolina, and Gonzaga, and then they had a uh, close loss to Kansas. Um, but then again, the Blue Jays have a big three, and, and Baylor Shireman, Trey Alexander, and, and Ryan Kalkbrenner, and that can really hang with anybody and keep them in games. Uh, they've also had some nice wins, not quite as impressive, but wins over Nebraska and Alabama. Um I think this one's going to come down to depth, though, as UConn has, has five guys averaging double digits. So uh, give me the Huskies to defend their number one ranking. All right. All right. Guys, the eighth game we're talking about tonight, the eighth game, Wednesday, January 17th, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Longhorn Network. Guys, we got the 10-5, and 1-2 and two in conference play, Central Florida Knights come calling to the Moody Center in Austin, Texas, to take on the 12-4, 1-2 Texas Longhorns. Guys, both these teams are 1-2, and two, and they're both coming off not very good losses. Actually, I think UCF lost to BYU at home, so that's not a terrible loss. But they are playing much better basketball after the uh, massacre they, they suffered in Manhattan just over a week ago. But, uh, guys, give me UCF, the Knights, to come into Austin and beat a Texas team that could very easily be 0-3 in the conference play. They are hanging on by a thread to a with a one-point road a one-point road win at Cincinnati. Besides that, they could be 0-3 in the Big 12. UCF beat KU. I think they need a, a win, a statement road win to help their chances at possibly getting into the tournament, even if it's a bubble team. Guys, give me the Knights to win. Thomas, who do you have winning, Central Florida or Texas? Not so fast here, Sam. Uh, I know the Knights are going to be trying to use that win over the Jayhawks as, as a you know a turning point for their season and a launch pad for the rest of Big 12 play. But uh, I think the Longhorns, they're a really well-balanced team. Uh, the season's been playing well since, since coming back. So giving the Horns to balance back after losing a tough one on the road to uh, West Virginia. 
Yeah, that's a pretty embarrassing loss. I kept telling people that if we lost to West Virginia, I would literally be very, very, very – I'd feel more embarrassed losing to West Virginia than I would Texas State this year because West Virginia is just a bad basketball team that's young without, after the Bob Huggins stuff. Chris, who do you have winning? Central Florida or Texas? Sam, I hope Texas State makes the Final Four now. Me too. Uh, <clears throat> I just hope they make the tournament. Um, <laughs> I think Texas will get the job done here, even though Texas lost to West Virginia. Max Acemas, he dropped 32 points, made seven uh, three-pointers. That can go off. You know, Tyrese Hunter, on the other hand, had four points. But I think they'll have a much uh, more balanced scoring against Central Florida. You know, get uh, Mitchell involved, Dylan DeSue. So, um, give me Texas at home. All right. I just hope Texas State makes the Final Four, Chris, in the Sun Belt Tournament. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. The ninth game we're talking about tonight. The ninth game. Wednesday, January the 17th, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPNU. We have the 25th-ranked Texas Tech Red Raiders come calling to the – how do you say it, Thomas? The Fertitta Center? Fertitta, yeah. Fertitta Center in Houston, Texas to take on the number five ranked Houston Cougars, which I told Chris earlier, Thomas, I will never ask for justification on why a team loses two games in a row and just falls from two to five based on, um, to me, I already know the answer. It's always a record beauty contest. So they could lose both those games to mid-majors and they'll still be number five because they were the last team unbeaten. They've lost two in a row. They were on the road. So to me, why not keep them in the top five even though they've lost two straight? So, all right. Well, guys, I have Houston winning this game convincingly against a Tech team that I feel like the Cats let off the hook in Lubbock. So, Thomas, who do you have winning, Houston or Texas Tech? Yeah, this is another Big 12 game that uh, could be impactful in the final standings. You know, Houston looks beatable after following the Cyclones last week and uh, and then the TCU and the Red Raiders have been hot lately rattling off nine straight uh, leading up to this you know Pop Isaacs has been a big reason for that winning streak uh, he's averaging almost 21 points a game over the last five um, but you know Houston had a tough run last week after, after losing and I think that they just uh, get them they bounce back at home uh, I don't think uh you know, LJ Cryer is gonna gonna let them take another conference loss um, at home after losing two in a row. So, give me the Cougs in this one. Okay, Chris, who do you have winning, Houston or Texas Tech? They're with me now. Shed, shed, Sam, shed, shed. Gonna go off. Shed, shed, not she, not shed. shed. It's shed. shed, shed. Yeah, give me a shed and LJ Cryer and Sharp. Roberts to just go off. I, I think they're going to beat Tech by 20. So give me the Cougs. All right. Tom, uh, and, and Chris, I'm so proud of you, man, because last week you said it was like a like a brain twister because shed is spelled the same word as the word ahead with an S in front of it, and then bread, and then lead. So I'm so proud. And the word dead, too. I'm so proud of you, man. All right. Well, we're going to move. I, I, just, I just graduated kindergarten, Sam. Thanks. All right. We're going to move to the 10th game tonight. The 10th game. Thursday, January the 18th, 7.30 p.m. Central Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1. We have the 14th ranked Fighting Illini from Illinois come calling to the Chrysler Center in Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor Michigan, excuse me, to take on the 7-10, and 2-4 Michigan Wolverines who are hot after today's win against Ohio State that I watched. Guys, Michigan's going to pull an upset at home and let the madness for March start now. They're going to they're gonna start destroying teams' hopes, and who knows, maybe if they get over 500 and they get a hot streak, they'll find their way moving up in the uh, next four-out section here in a couple weeks. But, but until then, they got a lot of work to do, and I think it continues for their second straight win on Thursday night. Chris, who do you have winning, Illinois or Michigan? I think this will be a really close one. Just like you said, Michigan is tied with beating Ohio State. Um, sorry, my computer's Um, Sorry, gosh dang it, turn off. 
Um, Illinois just lost to Maryland. Not a good look for them at home. But Tomask, he is one heck of a player. And, you know, Terrence um, Shannon, I can't remember. Yep. Shannon. Yep. Uh, but give me give me Illinois to, to bounce back and win this one. All right. Thomas, who do you have winning, Illinois or Michigan? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, Illinois. I think that's a good pick, Chris. Um, although Terrence Shannon Jr., he, he's been not been with the team since the 22nd. Um, oh. Due to some stuff going on off the court. But like you said, Domask has been been really playing out of his mind since then. Um the real question mark is their supporting cast, you know, who's going to step up and help Damask? And, uh, they're, they've been kind of unpredictable, which led to that loss at home versus Maryland over the weekend. Um, Michigan has a pretty high scoring offense led by a really, really good guard, Doug McDaniel, but they've been struggling defensively. So give me the Illini to win. All right. All right. Well, I usually would say good pick, but bad pick. All right, well, we're going to take a short break again. This time it's more like a mini size, not a microscopic size. When we come back, my two co-hosts, Chris Gear and Thomas Brimer, will join me to finish out our show with the remaining uh, 10, 10 games that I picked this week for this week's Collegiate Jam 20-game slate. You're listening to Collegiate Jam. We are back on Collegiate Jam, Season 3, Episode 29. Guys, we're going to move into the remaining second half of our segment tonight, the remaining 10 games. Guys, the 11th game we're going to talk about tonight, the 11th game, Friday, January the 19th, my birthday, I'll be 31 years old, 5.30 p.m. Central Time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1. We have the Georgetown Hoyas come calling to the Cinta Center to take on Xavier, guys, these teams are basically identical record-wise. One's 8-9 and the other one's 8-8. Eight 8-9 eight. Eight Georgetown versus 8-8 eight eight Xavier. Guys, give me Georgetown to get the road win against Xavier. Chris, who do you have winning, Georgetown or Xavier? Yeah, I think so. this will be a close matchup here. Xavier, they've lost a couple close ones to some good teams. They lost to UConn by five, lost at Villanova by one point. They actually beat beat Cincinnati earlier in in December, and they just won at Providence by 20 points. So the record may not show up, but Xavier is a good team. Um, Olivari, however you pronounce it, he's been doing very well for them. So give me Xavier at home. All right, Thomas, who do you have winning, Georgetown or Xavier? Yeah, I also uh, got Xavier. You know, this one's not really what you would expect to see. Um, both these teams normally field a pretty decent team, and neither of them are sitting above 500. But like Chris said, Xavier gave UConn a run for their money last week, and then they followed it up with the beatdown of Providence. So uh, give me the Musketeers to pull this one out. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. Boo. I picked Georgetown because of – Ish Masood. So, all right, the former K-State forward. All right, guys, the 12th game we're talking about tonight, the 12th game, Friday, January the 19th, 7.30 p.m. Central Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1. We have the Indiana Hoosiers on the road taking on the 11th-ranked Wisconsin Badgers at the Cole Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Guys, Give me Wisconsin to protect home court. Thomas, who do you have wanting? Indiana or Wisconsin? Sam, you know, Indiana's no slouch of a team, um, but I think the Badgers have what it takes to get this one done at home. Uh, their only loss in their last 13 games was against Arizona, who was ranked number one at the time. Um, and, you know, they got a lot of guys getting it done on the offensive end in uh, store, uh, Klesman and Wall. So give me the Badgers in this one. Good pick. Chris, who do you have winning? Yeah, I, I like Indiana, but man, I was constant. Man, they are just on a roll right now. They've beaten tough teams like Iowa, Nebraska, Ohio State on the road. Northwestern, who's not a, a cakewalk either. Um, this will be a 
this will this will be a buzzer beater kind of game. I'm going to go with the upset here. Indiana going into Madison and win. I like Indiana's big guys, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they'll surprise Wisconsin. All right, Chris with the upset. All right, the 13th game we're talking about tonight. The 13th game, Saturday, January 20th. 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. We have the ninth-ranked Baylor Bears come calling to the Moody Center in Austin, Texas to take on the 12-4, and 1-2 in conference play, Texas Longhorns. Guys, Baylor's going to bounce back after the road loss in Manhattan, Kansas. <clears throat> Chris, who do you have winning, Baylor or Texas? Oh, this is going to be another good one, Sam. Um, I'm going to go Texas in this one. Um, you know, Baylor, obviously, they have some great players from the transfer portal, and, you know, they've beaten BYU, but I think Texas, Max Aismas, Tyrese Hunter, Dylan DeSue will, um, you know, go off and beat Baylor. All right. Thomas, who do you have winning? Yeah, like Chris said, this is another tough one in the Big 12. You know, I think it's going to be a bloodbath this year in the Big 12. I could easily see like eight teams getting in from this conference. But um, I think the Bears will jump out to an early lead in Austin. Uh, the Horns will come back and, and make it close late. But give me Baylor. You know, uh, Jacoby Walter and Ray J. Dennis have really been playing well lately, um, along with Langston Love. And then you got their big guys, uh, Missy down low. Um I don't know. I got the Bears. I got a feeling it's going to be real close come down to the wire, but give me the Bears. All right. Good pick, Thomas. All right. The 14th game we're talking about tonight. Saturday, January 20th, 12 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. We have the 15th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners come calling to the 5th, 3rd Arena in Cincinnati, Ohio, to take on the Cincinnati Bearcats at 12-4 and 1-2 and in conference play. Guys, Cincinnati's going to get another home win after knocking off TCU, in my prediction, this week. They're going to knock off Oklahoma as well. Thomas, who do you have winning, Cincinnati or Oklahoma? Great pick, Sam. I also got a... Bearcats getting another big win. Uh, two solid wins for them at home. Helps boost their uh, their resume. Um, you know, Victor Victor Lakin, I think is how you pronounce his name, has been playing really well down low. Uh, their guards, you know, rebound pretty well. So uh, give me the Bearcats to uh, knock off the Sooners in this one. Good pick. All right, Chris, who do you have winning? I think Oklahoma is a little overrated. I mean, they're number 15 now. But uh, I, I like JVM. I call them. Otega Owe um, are very good players. This is – Uzon's also great too. I, I'm going to go Oklahoma in this one. I know I've been kind of hating on Cincinnati. But I know, they're, I know Cincinnati's good. They almost beat Texas. But I just – I don't know. Oklahoma's also very good. Like the Sooners will get a good road victory. Chris, I don't understand. All right. With being that said, we're going to move to the 15th game tonight, gentlemen. The 15th game we're talking about. Saturday, January the 20th, 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. We have the 10-5, and 1-2 and in conference play Central Florida Knights. Come, uh, coming to the Ferdita Center in Houston, Texas, to take on the number five ranked Houston Cougars at fourteen and two overall, and one and two in conference play. Guys, I badly want to pick my UCF Knights, and I say mine because they're just upset driven this year. But I think Houston's going to win this game by a point because they points per game. I think Houston has point three more points per game average wise. And so even though point three average is a zero, they can't tie. So give me the Cougars to win this game by a point in a former um, uh, American Athletic Conference re uh, rematch. Chris, who do you have winning, Central Florida or Houston? 
Yeah, it's cool. It's an old matchup there for the conference. I'm going to go Houston by a million in this one, Sam. They're going to Houston's going to blow Central Florida out of the water. So, give me the Cougs. Shed's going to go off. All right, Th Thomas. Who do you have winning? Yeah, I'm seeing a common theme here with uh, Chris and Shed. You know, he always predicts him to pop off. But, no, all jokes aside, I got the Cougars uh, in this one as well. I feel bad for UCF. Um, they got a big win against Kansas, but I think they're really going to be a punching bag for the rest of the conference for a majority of the season. Um, Kelvin Sampson, he'll have the guys ready after coming off uh, – a big win at home at Texas Tech, uh, which I predicted. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and stamp this one as my lock of the week. You know, I missed the mark last week on the Tennessee game. But uh, give me Houston by a million, like Chris said. All right. Well, moving to the 16th game we're talking about tonight. The 16th game. Saturday, January the 20th. 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. We have the 11-5, and 3-0 in conference play Alabama Crimson Tide come calling to Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville, Tennessee to take on the number six ranked Tennessee Volunteers at 12-4 and 2-1 and in the SEC conference play. Guys, Tennessee is going to win this game convincingly at home. Thomas, who do you have winning, Tennessee or Alabama? Sam, you know, last week I picked Tennessee as my lock of the week and they let me down. But uh, I like a toxic relationship. I, I really do like the volunteers. Um, I love the little man Zakai Ziegler from Tennessee. He always seems to make a play when they need it. But on the other hand, Mark Sears uh, and the Crimson Tide have been no joke. You know, um, I think I was looking at the net the other day and Alabama, surprisingly, is like a top five team right now in the net. Um, but I think... This one's going to come down to the wire and give me Nate Oates to have a great uh, play call off an inbound to have the Crimson Tide pull the upset over the volunteer. Wow, big win by Thomas. Big upset pick. Okay, Chris, who do you have winning between wow. Alabama and Tennessee? Man, you're just uh, digging Tennessee in the grave now that they did you dirty, Thomas. Uh, I don't know. Tennessee, you know, they – Beaten Ole Miss, number 22. They had a bad loss to Mississippi State, but bounced back by beating Georgia. I don't know if that's saying a lot. It's like it's like beating Robert Morris, you know, for all the listeners out there. But um, I'm going to go Tennessee in this one. You know, Alabama has won a lot of games, I think five in a row, but they've all been kind of mediocre teams. So I think Tennessee will get the job done. All right, guys. The 17th game we're talking about tonight, 17th. Saturday, January the 20th, 1 p.m. Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPNU. We have the 24th-ranked Iowa State Cyclones coming calling to Ed and Ray Schulmeyer Arena in Fort Worth, Texas to take on the 19th-ranked TCU Horn Frogs. Guys, TCU is going to protect home court and get another win at home. Sorry, Chris. Chris, who do you have winning, Iowa State or TCU? Oh, I'll, I'll forgive you eventually. Um, you know, last year that was one of my favorite victories of all time when Gabe Kalser hit that game-winning shot, you know, that three-pointer to beat TCU. They'll have that sour taste in their mouth after that. I think they'll want to get revenge on us very badly. So, again, TCU is a great team. They, they're turning a lot of heads by beating Oklahoma and Houston. So, and it's very hard to win on the road in the Big 12, as everyone knows. Um, usually when Iowa State gets ranked like we are now, number 24, we usually uh, kind of hit a dry patch. So, it'll be close, but Gabe Kalsher won't be able to save us this time around. All right. Thomas, who do you have winning? Thomas, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm over here talking to myself on mute, Sam. Sorry. Um, this is going to be a tough pick as I think, you know, they're both going to be fighting for position in the middle of the pack uh, in the Big 12. But uh, TCU is an extremely dangerous 
team. Uh, I would really hate to see them in the tournament, but I'm going to go with the Cyclones in this one, Chris. Um, I think that uh, they'll bounce back after after losing to BYU. Um, they'll get a big win in Fort Worth, and uh, Lipsy's going to have a big shot late to uh, propel the Cyclones to victory. That's what I'm talking about, Thomas. All right, guys. Well, before uh, before Chris starts screaming, I'm going to move on to the 18th pick. Saturday, or the 18th game, Saturday, January 20th, 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. We have the Oklahoma State Cowboys come calling to Manhattan, Kansas, and Bramwich Coliseum to take on the Kansas State Wildcats, a.k.a. America's team. Thomas, who do you have winning, Oklahoma State or K-State? Well, Sam, uh, like I said earlier, the Octagon on Doom, it's a tough place to play for visiting teams, but uh, Oklahoma State just has not been impressive to me so far this year. Uh, I'll take the Cats in this one, and I think Arthur Kaluma's going to have a big day down low. I hope you're right. Good pick. All right. Chris, the Cats or the Cowboys? The Cats by million. Cam Carter, Tyler Perry are going to go off. You know, Iowa State uh, had, had no problem against Oklahoma State their last game, and I don't see K-State having any tr- uh, troubles either. So, give me K-State. Great pick, guys. Great pick. All right. The 19th game. Sunday, January 21st, 12 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Big Ten Network. We have the Rutgers Scarlet Knights come calling to the State Farm Center in Champaign, Illinois, to take on the 14th-ranked Illinois Fighting Illini. Guys, Illinois is going to win this game and win it convincingly. Chris, who do you have winning, Rutgers or Illinois, or better known as the, the letter R versus the letter I? Which one do you have winning? Which letter do you have winning? The letter I. Um, you know, I... Just like Thomas said earlier, it, we'll have to see who's going to step up big for Illinois besides D- Damask. Um, I, I think they'll start to figure that out, and I think they'll beat Rutgers at home. So. All right, so he went with the letter I. Thomas, which letter do you have winning, R or I? I also have the letter I winning. You know, um, I know the Rutgers, they did have a win against Indiana last week. Um which was surprising, but uh, they have some really bad losses this year. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that Illinois will will win and continue to kind of turn turn the page on a on a couple losses. Nice pick, guys. Nice pick. All right, the twentieth and final game we're talking about tonight on Collegiate Jam. The twentieth game, Sunday, January twenty first, twelve p.m. Central Time, one p.m. Eastern on ESPN two. We have the 10th-ranked Memphis Tigers come calling to Avron B. Fogelman Arita in the Devlin Fieldhouse. Say that 100 times fast. To take on, wait, in the Devlin Fieldhouse in New Orleans, Louisiana, to take on the Tulane Green Wave. Guys, Memphis and Naquan Tomlin, the K-State transfer midseason, will get the W in New Orleans. Thomas, who do you have winning, Memphis or Tulane? Yeah, I think this one's actually going to be a lot closer than people think, but give me Memphis in this one as Penny Hardaway has his team playing great basketball to start the new year. Uh, They're currently on a 10-game win streak with the chance to make that 11 by the time this one comes around. And, you know, uh, the Tigers have a really good offense, but the Green Wave, they got guys that can put put up buckets as well. So, um, you know, it's going to be a good one. like you said, the Tigers' offense—they have a former Kansas State guard, Javon Quinterly, and then uh, yeah. they have a really good forward in David Jones, um, we who's averaging Javon over twenty who? points a game. I think Javon. Who we have Naquan Tomlin. Oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> but uh, I think they have no problem making slight work of the Green Waves. Uh, the defense. So you're picking Memphis. You pick- I got Memphis. All right. Walking to Memphis. All right, Chris, who do you have winning, Memphis or Tulane? I, Thomas was, was talking about Quinterly. I think he played for Alabama. Is that right? 
Yeah, that's who it was. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize, uh, you know, some of these wins that, that Memphis had. I mean, they beat Mizzou, beat Michigan, Arkansas, A&M, Clemson, yeah. Virginia. I mean, good Lord. I think Memphis most of those teams kinda... are winless in conference play, Chris, unless A&M. <laughs> Except A&M. Well, I, I don't know. Their only two losses are against Villanova and Ole Miss. It's just To me, Memphis has kind of been a sleeper, and they, they look very good. They also had a really good uh, dunk on Wichita State. I saw a highlight earlier. But Tulane is a very good team. I mean, I was watching them when I was snowed in Friday night against Florida Atlantic. They pretty much had the game won, but the guy on Tulane fouled the the guy uh, shooting a three-pointer for Florida Atlantic, and Florida Atlantic iced the game with some free throws. It was a tragic ending. I, I really wanted Tulane to win that. but Dang. I think Memphis will have no problem. Yeah, I, I – I think Memphis will have no problem, though. They seem to have an explosive offense with Quinterly, and Jones is very good, too. So, um, yeah, give me the Tigers. All right, good pick, guys. All right, well, this concludes our 20-game slate here on Collegiate Jam. Jam's basketball game picks from January 16th through January 21st. Any final words, Thomas, for the listeners out there? Stay true to who you are, you know. Don't change up for anybody else. Um, and, and always approach each day with a positive mindset, man. All right, I like wow. that. What about you, Chris? Any final words? That was really that was really inspiring. Is this like a therapy session or is it basketball podcast? I mean, it's Collision Jam. You, you know, <laughs> where we make it's, dreams it's a mixture of both, Chris. <laughs> man, this is awesome. Uh, Thomas, I'll, I'll have to call you after this. No, it was – no, I, I just hope that Iowa State can uh, – play well tomorrow against BYU I know that you know we could go in there and just get beat by 30 points knowing our three-point defense I just hope we make these games close and hopefully win against TCU and just pray that it can get warmer outside so all right well I want to thank my two co-hosts Chris Gear and Thomas Bryan for coming on without y'all I wouldn't be able to do this except um probably with my cat Owen but I want to thank y'all for coming on and um, our next show here on Collision Jam will be next uh, Sunday night, I think, next Sunday night, January 21st. And we will be uh, previewing the games between um, Monday, January 22nd through Sunday, January 28th, I believe. And, yeah, so uh, – and that'll be, that'll be Collision Jam Season 3, Episode 30. But thanks again, guys, for coming on. And uh, as always, you are listening to Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State Sam, saying good night.